Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Guess who's iron now? So you've finished the mission then? Aye. Yes. Yes, we have. I will convene the council tomorrow morning. As you stop by Aslo's room, you see a large brown paper package. Inside, you find three sets of black robes. She came through for us. The brilliant dawn follows the deepest night. The keyword to let them know that we're one of them. You make your way to Council Chamber B. We now begin the review council for the promotion of Tokus Alton, Shaba Dabade, and Aslo Tendertoe. The council will now hear your report. Oh, <clears throat> the report. We accomplished the task. What else have you accomplished that shows your competence and loyalty to the guilds? I think our character speaks for itself. We'll get better. Eldrak turns and looks at each of the other council members, and once you've taken your places, Eldrak looks towards you, says... You have been accepted by the council and found worthy of advancement to the rank of iron within the Sapphire Sea. We did a thing! Again! I fall to my knees. Congratulations. Speak to Ribbon End to receive your new badges of rank. Sweet! I start crying uncontrollably. (laughs) So, do we we get the review in paper? Do, Do we get to know who didn't vote for us? I kind of like to know who our enemies are. I highly doubt that. No, you do not get to see any of the proceedings. It's just like in a jury selection. You don't get to know who said what. You just get to know their final verdict. That's probably for the best. No, we, lo- we love all you guys. And you also see that the parchment has been taken away and isn't on the desk anymore. Oh, thank good they burned it. Okay, we're Ooh. good. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness none of that's going on the permanent record. That was, that was a whole debacle. It's not like they put it in some sort of stasis archive that's protected by magic. <laughs> <laughs> and it will never go oh, away. Oh, man. Whew. Well... <laughs> That was a close one. <sighs> it was. We'll get to show how much we've grown by how much we improve with the next one of these. That's right. Mm-hmm. Interviews that we actually are prepared for next time. Yeah. You have to be on our <laughs> best behavior from here on out. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Java trips going out <laughs> of the chamber. Uh, if anybody sees us do anything goofy, we can just flip them a gold piece and say... Hey, don't uh, file a report. Uh, <laughs> we'll just bribe our way out of that. That's even better. That shows great character. It's almost like we have one of those on the back of our uh, our mounts. It's like, how's my adventuring? <laughs> like numbers. <laughs> Call 1-800-SAFFIRE. Call. Call I'm definitely having one of those made. And really tell them how much you feel, how much you like our services. Uh, I look up at Chuck. And I say, ooh, Shaba, you got a little cliffhanger here. Let me get it for you. And I reach up and try to, try to pluck it out right in the middle of the council chamber. Oh, thanks, man. That's, that's been bugging me all morning. Just trying not to sneeze while we're in that chamber. The council members are getting into more relaxed poses now and talking quietly amongst themselves. And Lilith hops down from her seat and walks over and says, so can I see that? Yeah, sure. She reaches out her hand as if she's grabbed for I tie one <laughs> end uh, of it to my belt, the, the farthest end of it to my belt, and then I hand her the hook. Because the hook is the only thing that's actually levitated. Reverse gravity. Right. Um, the hook wouldn't be enough to lift up the rope. Oh, we didn't reverse grab the rope? I thought we It would need did. to be both rope and hook in order to work. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, then we do both. 
So she takes it. Huh. This is kind of neat. Gives it some practice twirls. This could really come in handy. Is she, like, really good? Does she, like, and then, like, toss it and, like, Asla goes flying? She is mithril ranked. Mm. Man. Wow. She's legit. Oh, dang. I thought the others were steel. She's mithril. Yeah, both of the women are mithril and the others are steel. You know, we could corner the market on zero G, reverse G, uh, grappling hook ropes. We could take over the market. <laughs> World. Yeah, it's like I might have to get myself one of these. You could just get this in the tower? Uh, well, there is a small entry fee. Uh, no, y- yeah, you know what? Yes, it's, yeah, you just go to the tower and you place the thing on the pedestal and you push the button. And it gets reversed. You don't push the button. You don't push a button. No, you just put it on the be- on the pedestal. You just put it on there. Might have to take a look one of these days. When I get a chance. <laughs> anyway, congratulations. See you around. Many thanks, thanks to you. Thanks for voting for us if you if you voted for us, but if you didn't, uh, thanks for being the only one, I guess. <laughs> Lilith, I, I, I had a question for you. Oh? Y- you know, Lilith, it means demon, right? Isn't that what your name means? That's it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why would your parents name you that? Just out of curiosity. Anyway, you seem like a really great gal, and I, I just had to ask. Actually, her name and her brother's names came as suggestions from one of our Discord members. Oh, cool. yeah, but he probably, our Discord member probably knew. But yeah, go ahead and do that. So those are from Trove Guy Forty Five on our Discord. Right. Trove Guy Forty Five. Yeah, Trove Guy. Thanks, Trove Guy. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I see his username in my head right now. I mean, his uh, his avatar. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Trove Guy. Yeah. Thanks for that. Good, good names. So yeah, Lilith, listen, you know, you and I, we would probably hit it off, right? You've got a demon root name. <laughs> I've got some demon powers. We could get coffee sometime. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, okay. I get it now. You seem like my kind of energy level. I mean, you, I'm just saying she's uh, she's kind of excitable and, you know, you don't see that too often. And uh, I, I know, I know. I'm just a freshly, uh, fleshly, freshly... Um, <laughs> iron level gnome and and you're a you know single female lawyer in a world where that's um it's you know it's fine you you, you missed it you didn't get it let's not get coffee i'll see you feel free to join me for a drink if you ever see me in the tavern is she a human or an elf she's half elf she's She's a a half elf. elf okay that's right so she's only half not into me (laughs) <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that Is it the elf half or is it the human half We'll, we'll never know Listen, baby cakes, just We'll see you later <laughs> That's oh, a good boy. way to endear yourself to Yeah, I, I think you were right on the cusp there But uh, now I think you just fell off the edge With that one Yeah <laughs> As long as just walked away by this point <laughs> let's, let's get out of here guys Before this, uh, before they take our new badges away uh, Alright So you go to Ribbon End to receive your badges? Yes. And at the same time, report the success of your last quest? Mm. Mm. Yep. He marks it down as quest number six complete in the book. Hey! Book of Names. Did it. We're going to get to those double digits someday. All right. Yeah. He also says, these new iron badges have additional responsibility to them, so... Make sure to conduct yourself appropriately as proper iron sabers within the guild. Aye, aye, sir. I give him a salute. So irons operate with more prestige than bronzes, but are slobs compared to mithrils, right? So, like, we, we can be somewhere in between. 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. This is going to be great, guys. Hey, we got to really live it up before we rank up again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We can hit the bar. Steel <laughs> is where people start getting real respect in the guild. Mm. That's one more rank. We'll never get there. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> I can't imagine anybody respecting us. Well, you know what they say. You have to give respect in order to get respect. Mm. So we need to figure out how to get some of that. It's an old gnomish proverb. You exchange your bronze badges for iron ones, and... Oh, we don't uh, get to keep our old bronze badges as souvenirs? No, these have magical powers associated with them, and we like to Uh, keep track of those. mm. Well, whoever gets this, let them know that Shaba once wore it, and I scrawl my initials (laughs) on the back. Shaba was here. (laughs) No, but just uh, give it to somebody who you think has a real shot at this thing. It's really not that hard to be a bronze man. <laughs> I mean, my grandma could be a bronze member. Grandma? <laughs> no, I'm saying somebody that he thinks has real promise to advance in the guild hmm. and become something one day. Yeah. So that this will weigh him down. <laughs> yeah, so that whatever whatever juju, bad juju I've left on the badge will prevent him from doing that. It's like a curse. They can never become higher than bronze. No, it's like giving up a sentimental object, you know? I want it to go to somebody good. Shaba, we understand. If you need a moment and you want to say goodbye to your badge, just go over there in the corner or I something, do. okay? Like, we always have to, like, give him special accommodations because of his sensibilities and sensitivity. Well, that's what I do. Tokus, I'm sorry that I'm that I mother such you. A drama I'm sorry queen, that I Shaba. cook you plain food every time you want it. I'm sorry that I clean up the campsite after every night. Yeah, and you clean and you wash my clothes and pick up after me too. I'm sorry that I straighten your wig every time you put it on. Forgive me for caring, okay? And I go and take my badge over into the corner and I pray to Kavaki that the the next recipient of this badge will be a worthy bearer of the Sapphire Saber name, and then I. Mm. Wrap up my prayer however you do it in the kavaki. I do like the sign of the of the horns. I do the horns. <laughs> and then and then I bring the badge over to Ribbon and I say, Alright, I'm ready to let this go now. And I slide it over across to him. Right then, here is your new badge. <laughs> and he collects the old ones and puts them away. Any idea who wore this last time? Honestly, I don't keep track. Well, there Chaba, there's one of two outcomes. Either they got promoted Or they died No, actually there's three They could have been demoted Which could happen to us if we don't shape up according to the higher ups But anyway, three possibilities Demoted, promoted, eaten Yeah That's it That's the only way they probably died (laughs) This badge could have been recovered after having been digested by a large monster Mm Mm-hmm Yep Lots of different ways you can get eaten you know, right. slowly cooked into a pie, <laughs> one bite if the monster's big enough. Baked into a souffle. Well, what about yeah? yeah what, what about the squash monster? Oh, like, yeah. suck, your juices get sucked out, and mm. the badge is still there. There's a lot of different ways you can go in this world, Chaba. So let's not think about that too much. All right, let's bring our <laughs> magical items to be identified instead of thinking about that. Agreed. Oh yeah, it's it's discounted. Let's do that. We go to the magical item place. Okay. It's just another place in the guild, and five gold for each item. Ooh, half that. Come back in a couple days. Okay. Isn't it half that? Five is half. Five is half. It would be ten. It was ten. Oh, it was originally ten. Dang, that's still expensive. All right. Well, it's worth it. I want to know how much strength. 
Uh, I ask the guy at the counter, uh, do you accept Electrum pieces by any chance? Uh, sure. We do. Our guild is one of few places capable of easily converting that into modern currency. Ah, very good. Okay, I give him ten Electrum. Actually, that's a good point. Maybe we should do that, too. Yeah, I'll do that, too. Yeah. So, five Electrum? Ten Electrum. We're only identifying the two, right? We've basically figured out what the wand does. I'm identifying my studded leather. Oh, okay. So I owe you ten Electrum? Yeah. Okay. Paid. So it'll be a couple days... Is there anything that you want to do in the meantime? And also, what are your plans for responding to this cult information that you've gained? Uh, I say we send... Blackblade a message? We send, yeah, we send Blackblade back uh, a little thumbs up. Thanks. And, uh... Yeah, we write her like a little valentine or something. She'd appreciate. (laughs) We'll catch you on the flippity flop. She does seem like the sentimental type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we send her a gushing letter of... You you write it, Shaba. You're good at that stuff. I don't think we need to actually go see her, right? We just send her a letter? Yeah, send her a letter. We'll get a single red rose, and then we'll put it in water with a bunch of black food coloring in it so that the black food coloring comes up and, like, the veins of the rose, like, have the, these black designs through them, and then we'll send her that rose with our thanks. Mm. What if we just send her the rose, and then, like, the letter is, like... You know. And then it's our names. <laughs> okay, that'll work. Yeah. Why are you sending her anything? Like, she'll she'll know what we mean. What if we just send her only the thorns from the rose? Mm, maybe she'd like those better. Yeah, she seems like that kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to say thanks for helping us out, you know? That's all. Yeah, we can send her a thank you note. Like, to acknowledge that we got it. I like it. So we spend some time writing a thank you note and sending it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Writing a thank you note to the kingpin of the criminal underworld at the time. <laughs> she's yep. not so bad. I mean, <laughs> she's helped us out twice. Yeah. You just got to get to know her. She's helped us more than other people that are supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for the right price, sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, she's a, a person of her word, it would seem. Listen, and I put my hand on the back of Shaba's niece. <laughs> Listen, pal. I know what you're thinking. This is a really awkward position. Can we not do this right now? <laughs> can I turn towards or you? Forever? Please? Yeah. Can, can I turn around so that, and kneel down so I'm looking at you? Yeah, that, that's fine, Travis. All right. Listen. Listen, friend. This has been a tough journey for you, and, and I know you don't get much free time, and I know you don't get much appreciation. I, I kind of heard what you were getting at earlier with the whole cooking and cleaning and caring for our every need and changing Aslo's diaper. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say, shh, not, not so loud. Others might hear. <laughs> um, you should probably go see your pal. You, you guys wouldn't mind if I uh, no. took off? No. Nope. No, go. I, I gotta go check into the uh, Alchemist Guild. I got some unfinished business to attend to and, right. you know, fees, that sort of thing. They said identifying the magic items would take a few days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've got some time. They're in the queue. All right. Cool. All right. Well, back when I was super dirt poor and didn't have a copper to my name, Almar always helped me out. So on my way over, I'm going to stop and pick up a, a keg of the finest ale somewhere. Uh, so that we can have a couple of brewskis and go fishing. Pick up a keg and a couple of tankards. And, uh, okay. Like a small one, you know. Okay, I was like, are you getting the good stuff or are you just getting a keg? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a decent one. Like a little a little cask that we can that the two of us can p- pack away in an evening. 
together. You can probably just decide however much you're willing to spend on something like that. All since right. it's all about the quality. I'll uh, I'll pay. Uh, I'm gonna pay twelve gold. <laughs> Whoa, that's generous. <laughs> that is that's a, lot. a lot. Okay, never mind. How much should I pay for it? <laughs> I want to show up with. I mean, this is a fairly wealthy. He's like a upper middle class, if there even was a middle class back. Yeah, but know, in but Shaba, he knows that you're poor. You were saying ale, so ale wouldn't be that expensive. If you want to do like a fine wine or something, that would be. No, yeah, no, no. We we definitely go ale on our fishing trips. Um, what would be like a good quality ale that you could show up to an upper middle class person's house with and be proud of bringing? <laughs> like, are we talking seven gold, five gold? A typical gallon of ale is two silver. So, <laughs> wow. Well, they charge you a lot more for it when you go to the pub. <laughs> to the tavern. Yeah, Olaf has been really raking us, but I feel like he hikes up the prices when we're in town. Mm, I think so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He has a special, like, chalkboard set aside for when we walk in the door. He, like, swaps it out real quick. And it's got all the higher <laughs> yeah, <prices>. the <laughs> menu with everything marked up. There's, like, a button and all the, all the <laughs> chalkboards flip. <laughs> flip over. Just uh, anytime somebody he doesn't like. I bet it was Olaf <laughs> that complained about us. Mostly just us, really. Didn't he find out that we were Sapphire Saber? We can't let him know if he doesn't know. Probably. I mean, we wear our badges when we go in there. <laughs> we can't you know? let him know. He's like, I'll be back in two days, honey, like, talking to his wife. I need to go report some bad actors to the Sapphire Saber. <laughs> hey, hey, serious thought. I just thought of this. How about until we shape up with our character? We, we hide our badges. <laughs> <laughs> but, Tokus, don't you see the problem? Then we'll never shape up our character because we'll always have our badges hidden away. Yeah. We have to wear the badges so that it forces us to shape up our character. Yeah, but we're not ready. Like, we're not ready. <laughs> we'll yet. never be ready, Tokus. You're never truly ready for these things. We got to become what we are meant to be. I don't know how we're going to change. Maybe we just, like, drink a potion before we do the next interview. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to spend four Electrum pieces, which is the equivalent of two gold, and a nice big cask of... moderately sized cask of fine ale. All right, so you got like six gallons of ale. <laughs> All right, that should be just about enough. I'll go over to Almar's and we'll, uh, we'll make an evening of it. Uh, welcome, friend. Glad to see you're still alive and safe after all of your dangerous adventures. Almar, it's good to see you. Well, we're alive and safe and uh, a little better for it, and I thumb out my, my new badge, my new iron-level badge. Oh, congratulations are in order. Thank you. My, my two friends and I, and Stripey, of course, we all made iron level, all the four of us. Stripey doesn't have his badge with him, but he's iron level as, <laughs> as far as the guild is concerned, but they just don't know it. Well, this calls for a celebration. Should I break out my fine wine? Oh, no, no, no. And I pull the cask out of my pack and I say, it's on me tonight, friend. Oh. We're going to have a, a good time. It's been far too long and we need to celebrate. Uh, it has been too long indeed. I could use a good night out fishing and enjoying the drinks. That sounds wonderful. Let's go to our favorite spot on the rocks. How does that sound? Sounds lovely. Everything going better now with the Sohagen threat eliminated? Oh, yes, indeed. Some of the ship captains are still a little bit nervous to head out back on the sea again, but most of them are glad to be back out there. Mm. Business is picking up once again, and I think things will be all right. That's great to hear. It's actually coincidental. Uh, one of the members of the council who promoted us to Iron Level was the guild member who slayed the Sohagen Lord, which is pretty awesome. 
So, oh, so you know them personally? Yes, yeah, Alendria. She's uh, one of the really high up there ones, well respected in the guild and everything. I imagine she just went in there and just cut a swath through that army single handedly. I mean, it's pretty amazing stuff. The type of people you meet. Can only imagine it. Ah, pretty great. Pretty great. So you two go out and enjoy the night together, drinking and fishing and talking about your adventures and his business and so on. You have a lovely evening. All right. Anyone else? I gotta go pay my bill. (laughs) (laughs) I got a bill. Yes, it's only a bill. Kaplan Hill. Kaplan Hill. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say, you guys got all this cool stuff going on in your lives, and I gotta go pay dues, but I'll do it. So I'll drop by the, uh, the old Alchemist Guild. You arrive at the guild, and you see your favorite... Receptionist there. <laughs> Ardent. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. He's ardently researching as usual. <laughs> Is he the one that collects dues? He sees you come in and takes a deep breath. So, what brings you here? Arden, listen, I know in the past we've had our differences. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and I just wanted to do this very quickly, very amicably. Here's my dues. Have a nice night. Okay, you put the gold on the table? Yeah. All ten of it. All right, then. Actually, do you take Electrum? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We don't take Electrum here. All right, no problem. Hey, gold it is. Gold it is. Um, Do you know if uh, Ezric's in today? He's probably around back. I think he's working on something. Well, I'd love to say hello. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. (laughs) He just gathers up the coins and waves you off. Okay. I, I won't bother him anymore. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> as tempted as Tokus is to say more words, just going to go see Ezric. You reach his office, you knock on the door, and he calls out, Come on in! I push open the door. Hey, Ezric! Ah, Tokus, it's been a long time. You know, Master, it really, really has been. How are you holding up? Oh, you know, I'm I'm doing all right. Good, good. Uh, Master, you know, I, I can't recall exactly when you said this in our prior engagements, but I remember you being afraid of the stone that sucked life out of things and made them older. You wouldn't happen to have done any research on something that, like, puts life back into things, would you? At some point? That sounds like a research subject you might be interested in. Well, as you know, the guild specializes in effects of uh, various magical and alchemical processes on human and demi-human life. You know, that is one of our specialties, right? Yeah, I mean, I read the brochure and that, yep. (laughs) So I've done my fair share of work on such things. You know, if there was a large population of persons or if the cult was to suck life force out of more persons or in in the process of sucking life force out of many more persons, is there any way we could restore them? Is there any hope for those people? Well... Or once they become old and zombified, it's over. There are rumors of such things. Things that can restore youth. Potions and such. It's certainly not easy to make such potions, but they are possible. I haven't created any of them myself. As far as if they are completely killed, then I'm afraid only the most powerful of magics could restore those to life. Hmm. It just doesn't sit right with me for people to die from a cult that slaughtered my people. Kind of would like to prevent that. 
The world is a harsh place. You always taught me that, Master, and it still hasn't sunk in. Someday you will truly understand. There are some things you just need to let go. I understand, Master. Oh, on the flip. Check this out, and I show him my badge. Well, that certainly looks shiny. <laughs> That's it, Master? You know that I had their posters in my closet. Oh, oh this is, must be uh, the Sapphire Sabres, correct? Yes! It's one of my dreams. Oh, congratulations. Thanks, Ezra, thanks. I suppose this means you'll be... Coming into this guild even less now? Yeah, I've been meaning to ask you about that. So I just paid dues, and I feel like I didn't use the... Not uh, not that this is a one-sided relationship. I'm worried that it might turn into one. I'm saying, you know, um, I'm here for the next two days. Is there, like, a small research project you could put me on or something? Or something useful I could do? I, I could sweep. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'm... Torn between two worlds, one of them being the Sapphire Sabres and the AAA team, and the other being you and the Alchemist Guild. And I, I know that my skills and my mind is probably better utilized here, deep down, but I still yearn for adventure. Guild researchers do receive a monthly stipend for their work. It wouldn't need to be for the entire month, but if you are willing to do some work on behalf of the guild... That should help to offset some of these dues. But why don't we start tomorrow? I got a whole day. Very well. I will see what projects I can find. Thanks, Master. All right, well, I'll I'll be going now. And Tokus kind of just leaves abruptly. (laughs) It was nice seeing you again. Yep, it was good to see you too, Master. See you. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Miss you and stuff. We have come to eat rations and slay monsters. And we are all out of rations. The Damage Guild Podcast. Well, boy, howdy, boys and girls. It's your old pal Chuck Scumboot, little baby brother of Rusty Scumboot, and the rootinest, tootinest cowboy this side of the Mississippi. Sweet, it's good to see y'all again. Old Chuck's been keeping plenty busy as of late, but I left my days of horse dentisting behind me when I rode out west. That's right, I hung up my dental elevators for the last time and started up a new business venture, my very own squirrel ranch. You'd be amazed at what squirrel milk sells for these days. Yep, them little critters is my new pride and joy, just like old old Betsy Joe used to be. Oh, Betsy Joe, Sue Ann, Collinsworth, Hackleberry. Why'd you have to up and leave me for that rapscallion Eddie Two-Face Tenenbaum? Oh, it's just like my old grandpappy used to say. He'd say, Charlie, he'd say, Charlie, you listen good. You kill a bird with a stone and, and two more will come out of the bush or something like that. Anyway, those little rodents is all I got now. I reckon the only thing sweeter than the sound of the squirrels cock-a-doodle-doing at the sunrise is the sound of metal dice rolling across your table. As luck would have it, them boys down at the Damage Guild got a sweet new deal with the kindly folks over at Metallic Dice Games. MDG sells tons of juicy dice, like metal dice, gemstone dice, glow-in-the-dark dice, and even unicorn dice. Imagine, polyhedrals made out of real live unicorn. Amazing what they can do with technology these days. Not to mention, dice bags, dice trays, dice towers, basically anything you can picture to do with dice, and they got it. For a limited time only, when you head over to MetallicDiceGames.com and use the promo code DGP10 at checkout, you can get a whopping 10% off your entire order. That's MetallicDiceGames.com, promo code DGP10. Oh, 
I think I hear another squirrel fight breaking out. Until next time, remember, don't bite off more squirrel meat than you can chew and enjoy the show. Oh, now where did I leave that acorn feed bag again? You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. I think Aslo just takes some time to wander out uh, into the street. Um, you know, they've been adventuring together for a long time. They've been on the road, come close to death a few times. Uh, I think he just takes some me time and walks along. Maybe if there's like a little little stream or something in, in town, and he can maybe, maybe just goes down to the docks and like stares out over the water, over the ocean. He's thinking about Nelia and Felmendar and uh, wondering what that's going to be like once we get over there. And well, It's going to be weird once they get married. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> like, you wouldn't be able to visit her anymore, you know? Like, he wouldn't accept you into his house. And- Basically, he's just trying to process uh, everything that's happened. Process what he learned uh, from the fountain in Ildrazer and trying to really just think it over and all of that. Maybe his eyes wander up toward the stars, and you see the, the familiar constellations, and then we cut to Nalia over in Berengar, and she's looking up at those very same mm. stars. Mm. And she remembers that you and her used to look at them together, and you would help her name the different constellations which you learned in that random astrology uh, elective you took. Constellation of the Lovers. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you took that class. It, it wasn't really worth worth it for your degree path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just an elective in Bard's College. Yeah, it was an elective. It was one of those ones where like it, it fit into the right time slot. That's the only reason yeah. I took it, kind of a thing. You didn't have to wake up before noon to get there. Yep. Oh, yeah. You just needed that. Totally did that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you took that class, it was instrumental in your budding friendship and relationship with her, mm. right? Because you used mm-hmm. to look at the stars and she liked how smart you were about the different constellations exactly mm. it's a beautiful backstory that we just wrote for you <laughs> <laughs> nice work jay that was good yeah i didn't even come up with it myself you kind of like riffed off of what i like made aslo out to be and I, I liked it that there was that that disney moment of connection but they don't realize mm. they're looking at the same stars but they were you know mm. it's the same sky that's right it's like that song from Fievel, American Tale, somewhere oh, out there. Oh, yeah. Somewhere oh, man, one of my out beneath the same old sky. I totally watched that movie a bunch when I was a little young. And yeah, Fievel Goes West. Ah, and such a good movie. Two movies. It'll such make them like stuff. they used to. Give them the lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they don't make them like they used to. Yeah. They sure don't. Oh, man. So, the next day passes. Um, Tokus, you're doing work in the guild, and for your efforts, you'll receive one gold piece for the day. It's normally a monthly stipend of 25 gold, mm-hmm. and the monthly dues are 10 gold. So, if you work 10 solid days per month, that would take care of your dues. But I only get one gold for... You're only working for one day. Okay. One gold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a gold in a day is still a lot. No, I mean, that's that's... 
privileged right there. That's the power of education at work, you know? Just, why do I go adventuring with you guys when I could be relatively safe in a dangerous lab? <laughs> That's right. And Tokus really thinks hard about that, but then he remembers his thirst for adventure <laughs> and blood. Remember, the Alchemist Guild membership is also where you get your limitless supply of vials and testing kits and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up some of those. I, I have shot a lot of fire vials lately. <laughs> so eventually you make it back to the guild and you pick up your magic items. As has long been suspected, the studded leather armor is regular studded leather armor plus one. Oh, I thought you were going to say muffin armor, but that's okay. <laughs> so wait, this whole time Thane has been compensating for Shaba's improved armor class? I suppose so. Yeah, because I've got the armor class written down, so I don't need to ask you for it every time. Uh, it doesn't make muffins? <laughs> no, sadly. Nope. <sighs> That's okay. The gauntlets are gauntlets of ogre power. Ooh. So, while you wear the gauntlets, they do require attunement, so actually you wouldn't have had the full strength of it before. But uh, Okay, so now the real strength comes out. This will be my first attuned. While you wear the gauntlets and are attuned to them, your strength score is 19. What? Wow. Dang. What? Holy schnooks. <laughs> what? Anyone who wears it just has a 19 strength. You just boosted Tokus from a weak warrior to what a warrior actually should be. Well, you <laughs> need some more damage output. That's perfect for you. My goodness. I go from 14 to 19? Wow. What is that? That's a plus 4? Plus well, it's plus two, two to your yeah. bonus. Oh, yeah. Plus four is the total. Plus four? And Togus puts him on and starts posing a little bit. <laughs> flexing. Yeah, a little bit of flexing in front of the mirror. Dude, you're so strong now. I need to make sure I don't get too carried away. And then I pick up Aslo with one hand. Whoa! <laughs> 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 you knock over a pillar and some priceless vase falls over. And I did. I knocked it over. Sorry, everyone. And then I pick up Shaba with my other hand and then I start to juggle them and Stripey in a circular motion. Whoa, this is fun. <laughs> and I make and I make a juggle uh, a juggle check. Oh, I rolled a two. So I don't, I don't know how to juggle. <laughs> I start throwing them around the room. That is sick. That's so that good. Crazy. Yeah. That's like that that's like the perfect magic item for Tokus. Now I don't feel so bad about extra attack and everything. So this means you can now carry ninety five pounds unencumbered. Sweet. That's a lot. Wow. <laughs> I've become the pack mule of the <laughs> Considering you weigh like fifty pounds or something. I, c I couldn't have asked for a better magic item. And up to 285 pounds heavily encumbered, I think. Does it do anything else? Can I, like, throw things farther? Can I grapple better? It does everything that improving your strength does. So, bonus to attack and damage. Riddle me this. Barring these gauntlets getting destroyed in a horrible accident, if I was to improve my strength one more stat, isn't 20 a plus 5? Mm-hmm. But... Due to the nature of the gauntlets, that wouldn't actually do anything for you. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've read something about these before. I, I was parsing through a lot of magic items the other day. They set your strength at a certain number. It's not a plus two. They set me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they set me to 19. That's cool. So if you invested <laughs> six points into strength, then you would be stronger naturally than with the gauntlets. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. 
But so also wow. note that that affects all of your uh, skills too. Your athletics goes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isn't it just athletics? Your athletics goes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Does that affect my saving throw for strength? Yes, should yeah. Heck yeah, it does. So that would go from plus four to plus six, right? Yeah. Yep. I don't think you can ever take those gauntlets off, even to bathe. Nope. Even to sleep. <laughs> they they just they just mold and they become part of me. <laughs> we'll have to incorporate them into the new armor we were planning. What about the amulet? The amulet is a periaptive wound closure. Ooh. Wow. While you wear the pendant. And I also forgot this, because this one also needs attunement. Mm. While you wear the pendant, you stabilize whenever you're dying at the start of your turn. Dude. It's just automatic stabilization. In addition, whenever you roll a hit die to regain hit points, double the number of hit points it restores. Wait, what? Mm. Wow. Wow. You Do you roll twice, or you just... Whatever you roll, it doubles. It says double the number. Okay. We could even... That's, that's a magic item, by the way. You could even put on Stripey if you tighten it up a little bit. Just, just putting that out there. He, it could be like the one magic item he could actually have. <laughs> <laughs> and that also is not just the die itself doubling. That's the die plus constitution bonus doubling. Because wow, it doubles gosh. the number of hit points it restores, not the value of the die. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> Jeez, dude. That is really, really nice. So who's going to take that one, though? It's just, it's just hit dice doublings. I see two th- trains of thought here. One is that because I'm the healer, the only uh, healer. I would need it makes sense for me to be able to be stabilized automatically. Mm-hmm. But um, as the tank, for Tokus to be able to spend the hit dice to um, gain double the hit points back, um, it's it's not a problem. You wear it in combat, and you could let me borrow it when we're resting. But it takes a tune. It takes a full hour to attune. Well, but sometimes we're gonna wait. We're gonna rest that long during long rests. Oh, but it's irrelevant during a long rest. Yes, exactly. I think you're spot on, though. I have a lot of ways to get health back. And if we lose you in a fight, Shaba and myself no longer can stabilize you. Yeah. So, All right. I, don't think we, I don't think it's a choice. I'll hold on to it. Nice. And wear it. And Yes, and wear it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, Jay? What do you think? Uh, yeah. I think that makes sense. Like, like, if we had another way to heal. I mean, I have that health potion. I'm thinking that... Potentially, I might swap out another spell for Cure Wounds again next time we level, uh, so that we wouldn't... I, I think it might have been a mistake to... Or maybe it wasn't a mistake, but I think I should take it back. I think I should get a healing spell. Well, but... I mean, you haven't... Sure, you haven't gotten to use Spike Growth yet. The opportunity hasn't... But, like, imagine... No, no, I, I still want Spike Growth. I would switch it out for something else, potentially. What, what, what did you end up keeping that we were on the fence about for Cure... It was Speak with Animal, I think. Turns out I actually don't learn any new spells until 7th level. Mm. But I have Hunter's Mark, Speak with Animals, Lesser Restoration, and Spike Growth. So I could swap out Cure Wounds for either Speak with Animals or Lesser Restoration. Yeah. It, it might it might just be more useful to have a Cure spell mm. for now. And then when I learn another one, I can take one of those back if I need it. Yeah. Anyway. And speaking of the healing potion, your Iron Remember promotion also gives you cheaper potions once per month, 30 gold healing potions. That's right. Mm, nice. That's right. Yep. And even though I just bought one, but I thought we'd need it for the fight, and we didn't. <laughs> That's okay. Still got it. 
and you yeah. can still uh, maximize it. Mm, that's right. Make sure you maximize it every night before bed or every day <laughs> in the morning when you wake up. Well, I thought it only lasts an hour after it's been maxed. Yeah, whatever. Oh, okay. But it's it's worth it for me to remember to charge it pretty much every short rest I get a chance. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I just don't want that to be annoying, though. I mean, we've automated a lot of other things about Tokus, like his gadgetry upkeep and... Mm-hmm. I mean, could we, could we automate this too, Thane, where it's just, if I have time, it's assumed I upgrade the potion kind of a thing? Yeah. So, like, if you use it within an hour of us taking a short rest or a long rest, we can say that you charged it at the end of that period. But if it's longer than that, then it just acts as a regular one. Yeah. That would be an easy, easy way to shorthand it. That's fine. Because inevitably, there'll be one point, I imagine, where I intend to do it, but I forget it. Kind of much like what happens with your sword, Brian, remember? <laughs> yeah. Or the rabbit foot we keep forgetting about. I mean, there are things I mm-hmm. forget about, too. Yeah, I need to just start thinking of the rabbit's foot as a second session inspiration. That's basically what it is. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's another extra dice. Mm-hmm. Right. Just really good for you, because, again, like, both Brian and myself use our bonus actions, and you just, for whatever reason, rangers don't seem to. Yeah, I still cast, like, uh, Hunter's Mark using bonus action. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, how long is it going to take us to get to the place where, if we look at it on a map, to the place where the cult meeting is happening? To Oakfeld. Oakfeld and Pardell. Assuming no interruptions and you travel on horseback and you travel straight through and don't stop in the towns, you just camp where you need to, mm-hmm. it would take you four days to get there. Okay. However, considering you're be, you would be riding through a war zone, mm-hmm. that seems unlikely. Yeah. So we should do, like, a week-ish. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't think it is a coincidence that this cult is meeting right in the war zone, or mm-hmm. near nearby. Because remember, those orcs had dealings with the cult. Okay. And this town is actually, like, less than half a day's walk from the border with Iron Fang. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you said taking a ship was another option? Going by ship? You could go by ship. It would dock somewhere in Pardell and then walk the rest of the way. That would probably take three days from whenever the ship leaves, and then it would be most likely safer travel. Okay. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So it would be overall safer. I don't think Shaba would want to take a ship, but I, as the player controlling Shaba, think that that's safer and therefore probably the better course. Hmm. What can we expect a passage fee to run for that type of a voyage? And can we bring our mounts? Uh, the mounts would cost extra, but it would be about seven gold each to get one way there. Hmm. And your mounts would also have to be paid for. Say the same amount, as long as you're providing their feed. Oh, seven gold plus, so it would be 14 gold for, uh, per player. for each of us in our mount? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it's a bit pricey, and it would only save a day of travel. Yeah, that's a little, yeah, that's a little steep. It would be about two days on the ship and then one day on foot to get to the town or on mount. But if we do it that way, we're less vulnerable, right? That was the reason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's expensive, but... 14 gold. We're also adventurers. That's what they say with their prices. It's probably a little bit cheaper than that, but maybe more like 10 gold total still. Mm-hmm. We could leave our mounts here and just go without them. Because we're not really, if we're taking the ship, we're not really going a long distance over land. So we're going to put them in the guild stables and then... Yeah. And we want to be less conspicuous since we're going through contested territory. Hmm. It might be interesting to adventure without the mounts from time to time. Mm-hmm. Certainly matters here. Yeah. 
So what will we think, like, five or six gold instead of seven for just us? Yeah, I'd say five gold. Okay, that sounds reasonable. So you guys want to take ship? It's five gold a person, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think we avoid a lot of the clamor from the orcs mm-hmm. if we sail, so... Yeah. I, I think that that's worth sailing. Mm-hmm. I think we do that. What do you think, Aslo? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably worth it. Okay. And you're going to head out immediately, or is this later? How much longer do we have? Because we, we had said two weeks at first, but... Consulting the star chart and moon phases, and <laughs> let's say 12 days before the next new moon. Okay. Okay. I should write that down. Uh, so let's add an extra day or two on to, uh, just as a buffer. So we'll figure a total potential travel time of five-ish days, because the ship voyage will take two. Yeah. So then we've got a week. To figure out the riddle? We've got a week <laughs> before we have to leave Nanept. When you say the riddle... No, no, this, it's not a riddle, it's a passphrase. Yeah. We hope it's a passphrase, but yeah. we still haven't figured out the location. We have. Yeah, we have. We, we did? We know the time, date, location... And passphrase. It literally says the felled oak in Oakfeld in Pardell. <laughs> okay, so Pardell is the country. Yeah. Blackblade did not charge okay. us money to make us figure out a riddle. She charged us money to give us robes and tell us exactly where the meeting was taking place. All right. So the, the next question is, do we use that week of time that we have to head over to Pilshire and investigate that zombie thing? What, and just see what's left? Of the bodies? If we take our mounts, it won't take us nearly as long to get there as it did before. It's six days on foot, so with your mounts, you could make it there and back in a week. Okay. Uh, my question with that, again, is, like, if we end up defeating the cult, then is finding that information out, like, does that actually have any value under that umbrella of defeating the cult? Yes, because I don't think that we're going to defeat the cult anytime soon, and it would be helpful to it know... It might affect more cities. Right, it would be helpful to know for the authorities how mm. uh, permanent this plague actually is. Okay. If we go and we see a bunch of zombies, we know, okay, yeah, they're sticking around, and then we leave. Mm. Yeah, for all we know, we get there and it's just like a retirement community. Right. <laughs> if there's just a bunch of people there who need help, then we can ostensibly yeah. find people who can help. And devote resources to that. Yeah. Right. And there might not be a way to reverse. We want to know if it's, like Shaba said, a natural reversal or not. Right. The stones have been moved. Yeah. It's a case study. I will say the most recent notice on the Sapphire Saver board was that few undead remain in the area from the aftermath of Pilshire and Letwick, but travelers are still encouraged to remain cautious and avoid travel through western Dynesia for the foreseeable future due to residual magical corruption. So that was what you read on the board a few days ago when you came into town the first time. So what would that imply? Maybe we don't need to check it out. I think that saying that... The undead are just undead in there. Yeah. Sticking around. Okay. All right. I think that's what it's saying. That's what I'm gathering. Which is not what I wanted to hear. So maybe what Aslo's saying is right. We just have to kind of cut our losses and kill the source. Mm-hmm. And hope that we don't lose any more cities or towns or people to this mess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So it is with a heavy heart that Tokus agrees to... What are we doing instead? <laughs> uh, well, we, we now have a week of time that uh, that we need to fill. Oh, well, obviously, I know what we need to do with that week. We should train? 
<laughs> I could work in the lab and make seven gold. That's true. You could. Yeah, we could train. Well, you guys could train. I'm, I'm going to work in the lab. I, I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like training for me. I bet Tokus like, gets better at alchemy stuff. You did just level up last time you were here. I don't think yeah. we're going to be doing that again right away. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we find a fair side quest to take on. No, you know what, Togus? I'm going to use up some of the leave that I have saved up. Right, Aslo? I mean, we've worked enough that we have some leave saved up. So leave? I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah, leave. Like vacation leave. Oh. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to use up some of that and uh, just hang out. Well, uh, one of the other things, Togus, why don't you just work and make some gold? I mean, what, what else are you going to do, right? You guys can go off on an adventure and, hey, pull me aside. Let me know during my lunch break or something appropriate uh, <laughs> if we're going to go, like, off on an adventure. How about you guys go find a worthy side quest and I'll be a working man for a whole week. Please find a side quest. I don't know if I can do this for a whole week. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we have a couple of things to do in town. We can fix up Aslo's house. Uh, we can put up a sign saying the AAA team's open for business and then draw the chalk shape and see who comes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go make some money. Okay, yeah. And then also we can check with the guild to see if they have any teleportation circles that go to Marengar. Or that go to Gla- near Glassrock because we wanted to check back there as well. And also we were going <laughs> to p- potentially talk to the guild about the cult attacks, but did we want to wait until after we meet with the cult to let them know what we know? That's probably best. But anyway, those two things, fixing up Azo's house, pretending like it's the AAA team's base of operations, and then drawing the chalk shape, and then checking in every now and then to see if somebody comes. Where do you draw the chalk shape so that it's inconspicuous? Do you draw it in the ceiling? You just, um, you just draw it. It's just a chalk shape. In a window. No one would suspect anything. Yeah, it's not suspicious at all that there's a random crime scene line of chalk. No, just draw it in a window frame. Yeah. I mean, it's the slums. Of course it's not suspicious. Or, like, do the outline of, like, a painting or mirror. Right. Exactly. Um, also, sell off some random things that have been rolling around in my inventory for... Kavaki knows how long. Mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, like I have a gold necklace and a jewelry box and a small sapphire. So, yeah, we should probably sell those things. Oh, wow. Dang, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of keep forgetting about those. Yeah, that's some serious coinage. So we're not as poor as we thought. Is that Does that become company money funds? I guess so. We, we found it all together, so. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope so. We're going to need some money when we finally make it to Glass Rock. You know what I'm saying. I also still have uh, wear rat weapons written down on my character sheet. Oh, good night. But um, <laughs> I assume that we either ditched those a long time ago or just sold them for pocket change. No more detail than that. Just wear rat weapons. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah. I guess those are lost to the sands of time. They've just disintegrated by now. <laughs> yeah. I'd be a little disappointed if that's all that my membership to the Alchemist Guild becomes is like whenever we visit Nanapt, it's just a money generator for tokens. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't actually, like, ne- uh-huh. like infinite vials and money generation, like it never <laughs> does anything else. Well, whatever the case, we can fill that week with doing some of this stuff, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you've got plenty of productive things planned that you can work on without having to go look at the job board for new quests. Right. Yeah. Which is exciting. It's a new chapter for us. That's right. It's like we're all growing up. Being respectable and 
full of character and stuff. Now that you have access to the iron level postings, you're not looking at the job board. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's okay, we'll get there. Well, we'll see if there's some like little things that pop up throughout the week, but otherwise we'll just be responsible adults. Mm-hmm. What actually did change when we became iron? I feel like our listeners would benefit from us kind of rehashing out what changed. <laughs> so, dues doubled from 5 to 10 gold. Mm, I don't like that so far. <laughs> but on the plus side, you get more basic ammunition, basically all that you would ever need for the month. Sick. Up to 20 days of free travel rations, the cheaper healing potions, 5% off on basic equipment and services from partnered merchants, and priority treatment at the Alchemist Guild for guild-requested jobs. Mm, cool. Mm. It's Victor Shava walking out of the, the commissary or whatever, the warehouse with just, like, arrows, like, falling out of his arms. <laughs> it's like a yeah. big bundle. You can get up to 50 units of ammunition per month. Oh, yeah. Nice. Just have, like, two bundles of arrows yeah, under, under your arms. Under arm. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> show. <laughs> Are they Goliath-sized arrows? No, I just use regular, regular bow. Oh, okay. They're like toothpicks, but, you know. We, get, we gotta get you a... Is that why you haven't been dealing much damage? We gotta get him, a re, like, a Goliath-sized bow <laughs> and arrows. I guess so. Strength's only 11. That's... Yeah. I mean, he would have trouble pulling back a real war bow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even just a normal one. Yep. Good old average Goliath strength. <laughs> so you're, like, really twiggy. I guess so. Like, for a Goliath. <laughs> yeah. Like a Twizzler. That's just how the rolls worked out. I'm, like, imagining Shaba much more sleek and skinny in this moment. Yeah, well... Like, not quite like our pictures. I mean, technically, I still have that Goliath trait where I can, you know, lift and carry and drag as if I were a large creature instead of a medium creature, so... Go figure. I should have swapped intelligence and strength. I should I have a 12. With Aslo's house now cleared up and set back into working order, and a new viewing window inscribed over the real window, <laughs> and with Tokus having slightly reduced his effective dues for the month at the Alchemist Guild, <laughs> you make your way to the docks and book yourselves passage on a one-way ticket to Pardell. Hey. Wait, one-way ticket? We're not coming back. What? <laughs> no. That's right. We're going there and we're not coming back. Oh, man. We're going to help uh, overthrow that tyrannical ruler in the one place near Waspel, and then we're just going to live there forever. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, then we'll take it over and we'll rule it much better. Oh, yeah, that's good. Even better. <laughs> we'll be gentle kings. All, we'll, each of us will be a king. All three of us. <laughs> <laughs>